What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Food, Fitness, and Family. It is me, Big Daddy Blankenstrip, with Mr. Beautiful Marcus Gates. As always, you can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Spotify. If you'd like us, tell people about us. Leave us a review. If Apple like as well. Us, Apple as well. Oh, yeah. Apple as well. But if you don't like us, shut your mouth because we don't care. Uh, today, we have some special guests. So this is a married couple. They are beautiful. They are great with their hands. And they really know how to touch you in the right places. So without further ado, Dr. Eric and Dr. Alyssa Phillips from Identity Chiropractic. How are you guys today? Doing great. Thanks for having us on. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I'm excited. I'm I'm very excited. Yeah, th- thanks for setting aside the time and uh and yeah, being on here to kind of share your guys' story and your background and all that good stuff. Yeah. Well, as always, we kind of like to go through like our last seven days, like what you've gotten done or anything special. So we'll uh we'll let you guys start off. How's your last seven days? Um, it's been good so far. <laughs> we have some exciting news. Uh, we'll share all that later. Uh, we are hopefully expanding. So that's really exciting. I signed a letter of intent, which you knew about, but a letter of intent for a, I don't know what to call it, but it's going to be a gym space, but it's going to be utilized as almost physical therapy slash training, which those overlap really well, as you know. And so it'll kind of be a little bit of both of those, which is just exciting to be able to offer our patients. So we're trying to get body shop yeah it, it's gonna be in the same location as identity already is are you guys taking over the uh the the pizza shop uh <laughs> priority fitness actually they might move so we'll be taking over that space which is directly behind us right now so it'll be connected to it and then looking to hire some trainers that we can bring on and train um and kind of educate them more on uh, specific injuries and how to tailor a program based around those. So if you think about like disc injuries, okay. uh, shoulder issues, labrum stuff. So coming up with a real specific rehab into fitness program. That's awesome. So, so that kind of be like physical therapy to, to an extent. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's awesome. That's super cool. I definitely want to get into that later then. Uh, Cause I know that's, you know, that's a big specialty of yours, Eric. Um, that's awesome. Congratulations on, on that. When, when when is that kind of kicking off? When are you guys like making that expansion? Hopefully we get to do it in the next three months. They're trying to relocate the gym and then uh, we have a little bit of build out to do, not a lot. And then just getting equipment that we want in there and um, getting going. So that's exciting, man. So, so is that going to be like, well, people have to like walk out of identity and walk around the building or is it going to be like directly connected behind it? No, we plan on putting a glass door on the back that's kind of like sealed for sound, but then you can see what's going on on both sides. So you can see there's a clinic and then you can also see that there's a gym space where it's more active treatment. That's awesome. So when people get hurt at body shop, they can come over to identity, get worked yeah. up, go through yeah. PT and then walk back over to body shop. <laughs> yeah. So we can just like have a revolving door. Injured athletes keep just coming through. <laughs> yeah, we'll just try to we'll just try to hurt people and we'll just send them over and we'll take a cut. Perfect. Great idea. <laughs> it's good. I don't think your liability insurance wants that, but okay. <laughs> it's, it's an excellent point. <laughs> Those rates will go through the roof. Okay, before you take that next bite, how about your last seven days? Well, in true food, fitness, family fashion, I am eating a sandwich because I'm starving. So, uh, but you know, my last seven days have been pretty good, man. You know, just uh, still getting used to being a daddy of two, uh, went back to work, got a lot done. Um, feels really good to be back and getting things done. Uh, got a couple of meetings lined up tomorrow, signed a couple of new clients, uh, went and picked up a new piece of equipment today. 
swapped out an old one. So I'm just, you know, trying to get things done, get things set up for the future and stuff like that. So overall, uh, it's been pretty good. My Colts had a huge overtime victory over the Ravens. So uh, all you Chiefs fans can suck it. Your quarterback's looking uh, pretty good. That's exciting. Well, he was out with a concussion. We actually won with a backup. Yeah, but I'm just in general, though. Yeah. Like, he's yeah, running all over the place. But with him running that much just brings more injuries, probably. Yeah. 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 He didn't have to go to overtime, though, so. That's true. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry you were playing with your MVP quarterback and we were playing with our backup quarterback. You know, God, <laughs> how stupid it was. <laughs> yeah, we got to play with our backup, too. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, and he threw two interceptions. Yeah, he did. He did. That, that, was, that was tough. I really do miss Chad Henney. I know. <laughs> so, but yeah, man, it was uh, it was a good time. So we got a big weekend planned, and that's about it. How about, how about you? Nice. Like stuff uh, same my it's been busy. We finished up all of our baby showers. Thanks, you, thank you all three for for showing um, and coming on out to that. I know that's tough to do, especially with an infant, which I'll learn all about. Do what? I guess that was last week. Yeah, I went to Mark's stupid baby shower. Uh, yeah, and well, we also haven't recorded for a few weeks, so I'll just mix that into it as well, even if that was a few weeks ago. But um, yeah, outside of that, though, signing some new clients. I uh, so I, I'm in a networking group in the Northland that I still kind of go back back and forth to every Wednesday, and um, and there, there's a chiropractor that actually she hired me. At, well, kind of like a contract position, but like as a wellness coordinator for her actual clinic, which is awesome. So like currently I'm working with all of her employees and then essentially that'll just be a good referral candidate for myself. So that's exciting doing, doing all that stuff. And then, um, I wish I could get hired by a chiropractor. That'd be pretty cool. Well, I'm not really hired for it, but it, I mean, <laughs> to an extent, um, but no, so I've got that going on though. And then obviously just getting ready for the baby and really, you know, she could come any day now. I know Alyssa, you, you've been working on her all all throughout and i tell her i'm like you got to get in there and see her more and more often because i'm like her hips are always killing her i'm like just get in there to see her listen she's like i'm already doing so much i'm already doing so much i'm like you need to get in there weekly uh, <laughs> but um but regardless though so yes we got like four weeks left till the baby is supposed to be here but honestly any day now she's like 70 percent facing or a facing there we go and one centimeter dilated as of yesterday so and that means nothing. So exactly. I didn't think <laughs> Nicole's like asking the OB, like, so is this coming early? Like, what does all this mean? And every time she has a question, she, she the OB is like, could absolutely nothing. Like <laughs> you, you, can make, you can make no progress or a ton of progress over the next two days or the next month. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't touch on the walk around two and a half for like almost three weeks. Yeah. It was forever. Yeah, yeah exactly. But Things are progressing in the way that they need to, and so that's our biggest take home with it. You no, know, they say if you want to get her out, you got to get in. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good point. It's a good point. I'll tell you, you said that. <laughs> <laughs> right now, she's coming home and just getting in bed at seven o'clock. So I really have no shot. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, though. So uh, so you know, Caleb, you already mentioned it. Uh, Eric and Alyssa are, are chiropractors. They run Identity Chiropractic. Um, so before we kind of get into, I think, you know, we want to talk about the entrepreneurial side of it and then obviously their specialties. Um, but real quick, Eric and Alyssa, if you guys don't mind like explaining, you know, what chiropractor is and how it relates to overall health and fitness, just for listeners who maybe are skeptical of chiropractic or have never been into one. Yeah, yeah it's kind of crazy. I, I think I have people that either love the chiropractor or they think it's like voodoo. I yeah. Don't, it's, yeah. Like, it's like normal between. 
Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, that's kind of um, everyone what most people think. And I think that's a lot. The, the chiropractic world um, and our license allows for a lot of flexibility in what we do, which is a gift and a curse, right? Yeah. But some people take advantage of that and are practicing modalities in ways that aren't necessarily seen well by the, the guy. And then others, you know, they utilize that to the maximum ability, which is what we're going to do and hire assistance underneath us to have physical therapy and chiropractic and we do acupuncture. So there's a lot you can't do with it. So um, there are, I mean, just like any profession, there are, you know, or any profession, there's people that aren't necessarily good and ruin it for you. And then ours is just kind of a small fish in the big pond of medical. And we get a lot of flack for that. So. That's that, that's hundred percent correct. You know, uh, there is a lot of latitude. I mean, I've been all over the city at just different places and whatnot. And part of that is so that my clients in different areas of the city, I can refer people that I trust to, but you get a wide, wide range of, of care and treatment at the various places you go to and different specialty and techniques and stuff that everybody's using. Uh, I think, you know, what were you going to say? That can be good, but then there's little congruency and then little regulation too. So some people do stuff that I necess wouldn't necessarily agree with. So, yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. You know, I was one of those where coming into it, I'd heard like bad stories from like my grandpa and like he like swore that he was worse because of it. I'm also like, yeah. well, shit, you were going like in the 60s. I don't know who you're going yeah. to. But again, like yeah. every, I mean, there, there's bad trainers out there. There's people that will completely ruin, oh, yeah. you know, people's bodies and there's bad everything. So, so that's kind of what it, what it comes down to is just finding the, the right person that, that can do the right thing with it. Um, and that's why I'm always happy to refer people to you guys um, and thing. And I know Caleb as well. I appreciate that. Yeah, I uh, I only refer people to Eric and Alyssa. Uh, I mean, I've been going there for a little while. I, I basically texted Eric. I, I'm known Eric's what? I think we've all known each other since like the World Gym days. But yeah, I think right after they opened their first clinic, I had I didn't have a chiropractor. And I remember I like strained my SI joint like four days before Christmas, and they were closed for the holidays. And I just shot in the dark, texted Eric, and he actually came in. I think like the the day before Christmas Eve, like it was pretty close worked on me and cause like I couldn't even stand all the way up. I, I was in so much pain and uh, got me moving, got me mobile. And then, you know, fast forward, I mean, except for right now, I'm on kind of a hiatus with everything going on, but um, we started going, you know, every other week. And with my wife, we have her go every other week, like clockwork because she got diagnosed with vertigo and they wanted to just drug her up. And Alyssa is the only one that can actually keep her vertigo at bay. Like we, we know if we're going out of town, we need to go to the chiropractor. And as soon as we get back in town, we need to go because She'll literally go from falling into walls to like fine. Um, yeah. And then uh, she also works on my baby sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's all I refer to just because I'm comfortable there. Um, I like referring what I know. I haven't really been to other chiropractors, but I just know how much uh, you get out of them. It's not just, I've been to chiropractors like a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. I'm in and out in 10 minutes. And which like, is, which is majority of them. It's, it's how many people can they see in a day? You know, it's almost like just like the the normal, you know, going to see your PCP. Like there's 200 people mm -hmm. in the room yeah. and they're just seeing people for five or 10 minutes and getting them in and out the door um, and doing a lot of the same adjustments. I'm like, hey, last week my shoulder hurt. This week it's this. And you, you, you did the exact same thing. I'm like, it, it's not it's like you didn't even hear me about what I was saying with it. But, we're, you know, going with you guys, obviously, you know, I'm going to get the time that I need. And that could be 10 minutes and that could be 30 minutes. And then, yeah. you know, go, go through the the movements and uh, that I have 
stimulated that that issue or that pain or whatever the case is. And then, you know, we'll test and we'll retest after adjustments or whatever it is that, you know, your, your therapy is that you choose to do for that, for that circumstance. So that definitely is always separated, you know, you guys from, from the pack, from most chiropractors, which is awesome. Yeah. I love A hundred percent, a hundred percent. So, um, so, you know, next question that I wrote down with this is, you know, what are some common misconceptions or myths about chiropractic care that, you know, you guys, uh, you know, frequently encounter or how would you address them? Because like I said before, you know, Caleb and I know that we get a lot of pushback from our clients, whether it's somebody already kind of likes their chiropractor, but I'm like, but you've been dealing with the same issues for years and years and years. Um, or it's people that are just terrified to go for whatever reason. Have you guys had to overcome anything of that nature? I'm sure that people are coming into you so, are obviously not that skeptical because they've decided to walk in your door, but yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, and some of the myths are going to be uh, people always mention that once you go in You're once, you always have to go in forever. Um. I, and I would flip that and say, it's not a have to the way we practice. Like I want to teach you, well, figure out what's going on get a good diagnosis, teach you why it's happening, help you make some lifestyle changes, give you some exercises and strength stuff to pay attention to postural stuff. Um, and then kind of guide you and educate you along the way. Now, the fact that we don't take care of ourselves lifelong and we think that it's an expense as, rather than an investment is kind of baffling to me. If I told, if someone told me they wanted to go into a chiropractor once a month for the rest of their life, so 12 times a year, because they felt better, they moved better, it helped them with their lifestyle, their activities of daily living. And they're like, hey, yeah, I do want to go in the rest of my life. Would I hold it against them? No, because they're bettering their life and their livelihood, right? And so while that can be a misconception, I think people could benefit from regular care and seeing it more as an investment, as an expense. Um, so that's one of the myths. You don't have to go in for the rest of your life. Like I would love to see people for four to eight times, teach them, educate them, give them exercises and never see them again because they feel great. Yep. But then I also want them to come in because they feel even better coming in every once in a while. Mm -hmm. So that's one myth. Yeah. Sure. yeah I, I mean, really, I, you guys are the only guys I've ever been to that like, you're not just trying to put a bandaid on something. You're actually trying to fix the root issue. Mm -hmm. And I think that's very, very different. You know, you're also not asking people to sign contracts when they come yeah. in for 112 business for $600,000 and just take a second mortgage out on your house and you can afford this yeah. plan. It's not a big deal. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's why we're really excited about the physical therapy aspect. I don't know if we'll call it that, but the, the gym portion, because that allows us to take the physical therapy to a little bit different levels. So bridging yeah. kind of gap between um, rehab to fitness, right? And that gap is usually where people get injured. They get out of rehab and they feel good enough and then they try to go to fitness and get injured. So we want to bridge that gap and get them back to the gym or sports or life. So. Well, and, well, and not to mention, you know, whenever you're giving, um, you know, an assignment essentially to, to, uh, to a client or a patient and saying, Hey, go do this exercise, go do the stretch X amount of times a day or whatever the case is. Like if you have that gym right there, you already know they're going to be getting that done because oh, yeah. it's in-house already. So, so your, the, the extensiveness of your care is, is way more now. It's awesome. That's exciting. Yeah, for sure. I love it. Any other myths, Alyssa? Alyssa, you got any, any myths, anything you had to overcome with, with chiropractic care, or maybe even like when you guys went into it? Uh, yeah, there definitely is. I'm going to answer one for her and make her expand <laughs> upon it because she doesn't want to talk here. But uh, so Alyssa works a lot with pediatric and she's absolutely incredible doing it in terms of like tongue ties, lip ties, um, helping with latch and breastfeeding, 
um, torticollis, colic, constipation. She's really, really good at doing that. We've posted a lot of content online showing that. A lot of people are super receptive, but about 50%, I'd say 30 to 50% of the population is like baffled and kind of offended by it and think that kids will figure out everything on their own and they don't need help and you shouldn't be doing this and that. And I think that's definitely a myth. Like we can help. We're not doing it for them. We're just helping guide them. It's the same thing that trainers do. You're not doing the work for people. You're guiding them. Yep. And that's what we're trying to do. So everything to expand upon with that too. Just your experience kind of push back and everything. Um, well, like he said, it's not that we're um, forcing them into doing anything. It's I'm teaching their body that it's okay to like turn their head if they have torticollis. Mm -hmm. And most of the time, like they haven't turned half of their neck muscles on. So I'm teaching them that the mind to muscle connection that they can turn their head and then it's okay. And then they get used to it. And then I create a habit for them. Um, for those for those who don't know what is what is torticollis um it's, i'm in that i'm in that camp okay so like a baby is stuck like this and they can't turn their head okay. or they go like this and they it's just like resist um like resistive range of motion resisted range of motion right yeah so did you, did you guys know that newborns don't have a lot of neck stability so when i went and picked up caleb's daughter <laughs> when, when nicole handed it over to me Everybody always does this, like, like listeners, they can't see me, but like your hands are open and you're like holding the, the back of the neck. So that's how I took her from Nicole. I didn't realize that her head could just go forward. Oh, it was the scariest thing in my life. I'm like, this is why I don't <laughs> want babies. Dude, Marcus, Marcus looked, like, Marcus looked like he was, uh, you know, those big, like strong man shields that they carry. They're like 300 pounds. That's what Marcus looked like. He was like this. Yeah, and he like would not, would not just, Oh, I was so sore after holding her for like ten minutes. Like every month, <laughs> my body was flexed. Well, it's it's, it's the it's the most expensive, it's precious thing you can ever hold of somebody else's. Yeah, yeah. So scary. I'm like, I'll be fine holding my own daughter, but holding somebody else's, I'm like, this is way too much responsibility. <laughs> That's funny. So 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 kudos to you, Alyssa, for working on people's children. And trusting your your hands are going to do all the right things. So that's awesome. I'm also not scared to hold a newborn. So that's true. yeah, that's okay. the, well, <laughs> treatment is a lot less invasive than people think too. Like when they see these videos on YouTube of people getting adjusted, it's not that. It's just light pressure points, like yeah. very light. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and I can speak from experience. Like you know, uh, we have gotten more from Alyssa from a lactation perspective than we have from a lactation consultant at the hospital. Um, Alyssa, uh, my daughter actually had lip and tongue ties. I was actually diagnosed by Alyssa, not even the lactation consultant or the doctor. Yeah. Um, so like a lot of people are not very responsive to these things. You know, they, they leave nasty comments, whatever it may be, but you know, I've seen firsthand, you know, I've seen Alyssa literally like take a colicky baby press, give them like a, this little like judo pressure point and then they shit their brains out and they're fine because they were in pain you know what i mean she fixed it so um you know or like that one time when the er doctor told tatiana that you were going to snap her neck in half and kill her <laughs> because she got her neck adjusted yeah. you know we're just going to have stuff like that yeah 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 i've heard some heard some wild stuff as well um should i had some uh perception as well but i mean coming back to something you said a few minutes ago though eric you know about um investing into into your health people don't yeah. see it really as an investment i feel like you know when people look at their budgets i feel like health should be a bucket in in their in their budget 
and they just they just don't do it. And, and that could come down to better quality food that you're that you're buying yeah. for yourself. It could come down to you know supplementation or to a gym membership or to chiropractic work. Like to me, like I I'm always okay with paying for something I know is going to further my health or help my, help me feel better because it's going to help out my mental health for the rest of that month or whatever. And uh, people just don't don't see it that way. And it's crazy to me because I mean health is wealth. If you if you feel like shit, you feel like shit. Like no matter yeah. how much money you have or time you have or freedom you have, yeah. if you feel terrible, you feel terrible. Yeah. And there's nothing that's really going to remedy it until you feel better. So it's, I, I, lo- I love what you said, you know, about just investing in your health. And if that means you got to go once a week for a while, if that means you got to go once a month for a while, like it is what it is, if that's going to bring you a better quality of life. Yeah. What's that worth to you to be able to do what you like to do? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Well, so uh, we'll kind of circle back to that stuff as well. But uh, now that we've kind of dove into what chiropractic care is, you know, I want to hear kind of your guys' story, you know, first off, how'd you decide to get into chiropractic work in the first place? How'd you guys meet? And then obviously speed us up to opening, you know, being an entrepreneur instead of going the route of working for somebody else, how did you decide to go into business together? Go ahead. Um, So I got into chiropractic care um, when I was a freshman in college, I had woke up and like cracked my neck in the morning and then I couldn't turn my head. So I had to go in and get taken care of. And then just accidentally, he had asked me if I had acid reflux. And I told him that I had terrible acid reflux and that I puked every day because it was so bad. And he worked on my diaphragm and releasing my stomach. And after that, I didn't throw up. And so I came back and I was like, what'd you just do to me? And how can I learn how to help other people? And so mine wasn't really, even though he fixed my neck, I didn't really care about my neck. It was more that I cared that I wasn't puking every day and that I didn't have to be on four medications because they all made everything worse. Um, And then I ended up going to chiropractic school where I met him the second day of school. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Alyssa, did you like, did you go to a chiropractor growing up at all? Was that your first time going? Oh, um, I went in high school off and on, like as needed. And then in college, I went to that chiropractor. I ended up um, interning with him and then went to school after that. So. Awesome. Why'd you get into it? Uh, my story is not as good. I was always into sports, fitness, um, staying active. I did visit a chiropractor um, all throughout high school for various entries, um, and it always seemed to help. And it was more of a uh, solution to the problem rather than a Band-Aid of just a muscle relaxant or pain reliever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found a lot of passion in being able to help people without using uh, medication or just relying on um, referring out to other professions in terms of musculoskeletal health. And so it fit really perfectly into my love for fitness, athletics, anatomy, biomechanics, and then being able to help people and teach them how to move themselves to decrease pain and avoid pain in the future. So, well, well because, because like you said, you know, it's not, it's, it's not a, a bandaid and it's a true solution, but then a part of that, I mean, for, for both of you, like Alyssa, you obviously went to somebody prior to going to that chiropractor and you might have still always had that the acid reflux, but maybe the people that you saw originally never, they didn't never, even pay yeah, yeah, ne- never address it, never ask you whatever the case is. So sometimes it finds just you searching somebody different, or whatever the case is, and finding somebody who 
has a solution for your issue. And that's always kind of my thing with like clients or just people that have, have had issues for a long time. They just accept that that's the issue. And I'm like, your body shouldn't be doing this. Like we're, we can always find an answer. It just might take a little bit of time and effort to find it. Um, but, but again, with you guys, like, obviously you're, you're going to search high and low and find the actual yeah. solution. It's not just, even just a matter of just an adjustment. It's what do you do after the adjustment? You know, yes. your hip flexors are wrecked. It isn't just about, Hey, let me fix you. Cause yeah. you're going to feel good for a few days, but if we're not actually addressing the, the movement deficiency or whatever the case is, then it's never actually going to be fixed. I think that's the biggest thing with any health practitioner is just finding someone that is willing to take the time to ask the right questions and ask enough questions. Right. I think a lot of, there's probably a lot of good practitioners out there and either they're limited by the hospital or the practice they work in, um, or money, money constraints, insurance constraints. And we just choose not to practice that way. And that's why we decided to stay out of insurance. And some people don't understand, but we just don't have any constraints by insurance. We practice exactly how we want. We can ask all the questions we want. We yeah. don't have to justify any of our treatments with insurance. We, everything is included in our costs. Um, and it just makes for an easier, more simplistic, understandable practice where we could just spend as much time as we really want. If I wanted to mark off two hours for a visit, I could. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and no one's going to tell me, hey, you're not making enough money per hour. So, yeah. Yeah. And I've had times where I text Eric, I'm like, bro, I think I need an hour today. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, I'm broken. Yeah. So, so how'd you guys make the decision? I mean, obviously it sounds like you guys kind of started dating after day two of, of school or somewhere, somewhere close to that. What, what made Alexa you? Saw it, it, so she, she hit on him. No, he hit on me first. No. Yes, he did. Oh yeah. Didn't, didn't he ask you for like a pin or something? No, I, I had a, I had like the study guides for all the tests for the entire program. And so I asked her if she had it and she did not. So she asked for my number. And he said, I don't give my number out that easily. And then not like five <laughs> seconds later, he's like, I'm just kidding. Here it is. <laughs> I couldn't hold out. And then, and then she reached out and grabbed his bicep and said, thanks, uh, stud. And, and it was like, <laughs> that's what she grabbed. Ooh, hey, oh. <laughs> What are you doing back there? So what what made you guys the kid got here? What made you guys go into to business on your own? Was it kind of part partially everything you just said about like the insurance side of things? Like it just made more sense to have total control over over what you wanted to do? So a lot of times I'm kind of risk averse, I'll tell you that. Um, but when it came to like our future and our profession and something that we paid a lot of money for, I just saw that there really was no way to lose if we started it on our own and it would never was appealing to me to work for someone else and under what they yeah. wanted us to do and so when i was weighing pros and cons i could go work for someone i could independent contract and the pay for a, an associate wasn't great and an independent contractor means you pay a certain fee to be there and since there was two of us it really equaled out to be about the same we'd be paying but we'd be building someone else's practice yeah and so it was really easy First off, mentally, because I didn't want to work for someone and financially be like, okay, we're just going to have to jump all in, just go for it. And it's sink or swim. Yeah. So, and obviously, obviously it worked out. It was a, it was a great decision and now you guys are expanding. So, so even, even more to the point of it, of it was a great decision, man. It's one of those things you start and like you have your first thousand dollar week and you're stoked about it. Like, even though it's not much, like, especially nowadays, but when you start from zero and build a practice and have nothing coming in and then you're like, Oh wow. We like, we paid our overhead this month. Like it just, and it grows and grows. And then 
you start looking back, like when we compare numbers and, and visits and how many patients we have now, it's like wild how much it can grow if you just stay the course and, and stick with it and just treat people well. Like that's the number one thing. So yeah, it's, you, uh, just give the, the best value, the best you know quality of service you possibly can, which uh, is always consistent. And your guys' dogs just add even to the even more to the value. This is uh, true. Most of the time. And Poppy. I mean, I I know you guys I know you guys are like it now, but do you, I mean, I know speaking like I sometimes I kind of miss like when your business first starts and you're like clawing for every single dollar that can come in the door. And you're, every, you're and every little dollar is such a like a win. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think the, what you've got to stick to your guns with like how you're going to treat people, though, because that's where that disconnect happens is when you have this pressure to make a certain amount because you have overhead and because you have bills yep. and want to have a certain lifestyle and money is starting to come in. People start to take advantage of that. And you've got to weigh that and be like, OK, I just need to keep treating people well and let it grow maybe a little bit slower, but the yep. right way. Because right now we're growing without doing any paid ads, without doing much marketing, because we simply just took care of people at the beginning. So yeah, yeah. It's, yeah well, it's all word of mouth, all word of mouth. I think yeah. so many, so many people are worried about the the new new client or the new patient. Excuse me, so sorry. Or the or you know, for most part, it's like your new client or your new patient is directly in front of you because if you treat that person well, they're going to tell oh, ten other people. No, you know, so always quit trying to look outside and focus on what you have. It's, mm -hmm. I don't know, it's kind of the whole thing. Like, if you focus on the other grass, your grass is gonna die. So, like, you got to focus on yeah. what you have, what you can take it. Your own grass, water your own grass. Yeah, and I, I love that. It's, it's the truth, and it's any profession too. It's yours too. Like, you could, you could get a training client that contacts you online, and you could be like, oh, actually, you know, for a year, it's fifteen thousand dollars, and you might be able to get one person to commit to that. Yeah, you might be able to get a few people to. Yeah. But if you charge a fair, and when I say fair, like you should get paid well for your services if you're good, a fair yeah. amount and take really good care of them, yeah. they're going to send in five to 10 people. Yeah. Yep. So much better that way. So it, it definitely is. It definitely is. What, um, so like, I don't know, obviously what chiropractic school looks like, but I feel like not everybody had the same training as, as you did or where did kind of, I mean, obviously chiropractors know where the muscles are. They know what, you know, what vertebrae yeah. attaches to what and all the different nerves and all that good stuff, but they don't necessarily treat the muscle as well with it. Or like I said, the movement, uh, which we talked about earlier, how did you get into that component of it? Because again, that's that to me, that's what separates you the most from any other chiropractor is like all the work you do with all the other aspects of the body. So it definitely depends on what school you go to for chiropractic school. I'd honestly say our school around here is more of what I would call, and this is just in the chiropractic world, a straight school, which is more traditional chiropractic, adjust, um, see people more often. But it comes down to what your personal preference is and what you believe in. And I, I do know, I know some great people that went through school and they kind of drank the Kool-Aid of like, I'm going old school. I, I'm going hard. I believe it. Like the nervous system controls everything, adjustments, cure everything. And honestly, a lot of them are massively successful. Do they get good results? I'm sure. But that's just not how I practice. And yeah. so I dove more into some courses I've taken as like selective functional movement assessment, active release therapy, dry needling, ones that are starting to gain a ton of traction on evidence-based musculoskeletal care. Um and that's how we chose to practice. And that's kind of how Alyssa was as well. Um, for a long time, I was like super anti these offices that kind of treat people as 
like that. And I under, and I've kind of changed my mindset. Like that's just what they believe. You're not going to change them. Um, do I think it's the best care? Maybe not, but I think the way we're going is trying to go down the road of more of an evidence-based um, and backed practice where we're, we're including some of that physical therapy, manual therapy, um, strength training and chiropractic altogether, as well as acupuncture that she does and dry needling. So super dynamic. I think it helps expand your, your patient base too. You know what I mean? You're not just working on one specific type of person. I mean, we could go in there and, you know, you have a bodybuilder, you have a power lifter, a crossfitter, yeah. and then you have a, a pregnant mom or someone with a newborn. It's like, it's yeah. a huge melting pot when I feel like every other office I've ever been to is just all middle-aged people and they're all hurt it in and hurt it out. So, yeah. so yeah, and a lot, some people will say that's bad because you don't have, I, we do have a niche in our office, but some people will say it's bad because you don't focus on treating one single person. Now the human body like is fairly the same from person to person. It's just their requirements and how they move can be a little bit different, right? But patterns are patterns and you can observe those. It just, the hard part is just putting together a program for that person based on where they're at. And that's in any office, because you could have, you you guys work with people that compete. You could have two people that compete that have two totally different requirements. So when people are like, oh, you need to niche down like this, you need to have this specific patient and treat them this way. I don't believe in that. I think that everything is dynamic. I mean, you probably have a person that's 200 pounds that needs 5,000 calories and one that needs 3,500 calories, just mm -hmm. totally different. But you have to be able to adjust as a practitioner or a coach mm -hmm. to accommodate that. And I think that's what our office does extremely well. And you yeah, guys, yeah. I think it's great to have a, a niche, but I think it's also important that you are able to work on other people. Like you only know how to do one thing. It's like, Holy shit! Not only is that boring, but like you're only gonna be able to help. I was gonna say, yeah, I was gonna say that's definitely boring. I mean, I, I get it, and you're gonna be really good at that one thing, but uh, that doesn't mean you can't be good at treating everybody and finding kind of what their yeah. what their needs are. Um, Alyssa, um, how, how did you get into pre and postnatal? Was that I, was, yeah. I didn't realize you just took a bite of something. My bad. You could have swallowed it. It's fine. <laughs> what, 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 what are you eating? What are you eating? Apple. An apple. Oh, delicious. <laughs> um, Alyssa, how'd you get in a pre and postnatal? Um, I always knew I wanted to work with prenatal care. Pregnancy is just so fascinating to me. And the human body is so cool that we can create a human and it comes out and looks like us eventually. Yeah. It is. And like, if I can aid in making that like the most comfortable and educational. Yeah. And just awesome experience then i that's like my favorite thing i i love like educating people on what's going on reassuring them that everything's okay no um yeah i just and then like postpartum is really cool because most women stop taking care of themselves and it becomes all about the baby yeah. and we have to remember to continue to take care of ourselves. I'm very bad at it as well, but. Um, we really, we really started to make the shift when Alyssa was going through it too. And there wasn't a lot of answers for us. Right. That's what I was wondering as well. What was, was, was your daughter kind of part of that, that, that shift for you or that focus for you? Yep. And then working on pediatric care. Um, Right before I had Poppy, I got a lot of training in lip and tongue tie. And then it turned out that Poppy had a lip and a tongue tie. And so I got to do firsthand experience yeah. 
and then knew how to do everything for it. And then she, or then it's just been a lot easier for working on other people. You don't bang your head on them. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that had to be almost more rewarding than, than anything else was being able to help her feel better as well. Sorry. Oh, you're good. <laughs> she just hit her head on something. Yes. For the second time. The second time, Caleb does they that once an episode. They never learn. Yeah, they never learn. <laughs> they never, they never learn. They learn the hard yeah. way. Um, Marcus, one time when uh, Poppy was a baby, she shit everywhere, and I tried to change <laughs> it, and it took me like fifteen wipes. It was fucking. I don't know why you volunteered yourself. You guys were both with patients. I was just trying to be a good friend. Oh, and, and it was while you're there at the office. Yeah, yes. and there was a, there was a time where uh, we went to breakfast like three different times, and she pooped on Eric every time, like blew out in the restaurant every time. It was awful. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> There's no volume. That's wonderful. What um, where am I at here? Shit, I lost my lost my notes here. Um, oh, I guess I can wait till Alyssa comes back. I was oh, gonna yeah. say what are, what are, what are the what are the oh there we go um. Share the, you know, insights into, you know, the benefits of chiropractic care for, you know, a pregnant mom and like why they need more frequent adjustments. Cause like I said, once Nicole got pregnant, um, we were, she was already kind of in the, in the process of switching out her chiropractors anyway, but then I was like, Hey, yeah. you go see Alyssa. Um, and so, so like I said, that's been a huge game changer in, in her whole journey of pregnancy. Um, so yeah. What, what are the benefits of somebody that's pregnant having adjustments done? Um, so some benefits are a lot of women will, so all the hormones, first off, change your, loosen up your ligaments, open your joints, relax everything. And our bodies aren't used to being that loose and relaxed. And so our first instinct is to tighten up and try to control it. Um, so then things get imbalanced. And then my job is to relax those muscles, joints, whatever, um, so that everything is sitting in the right place. Um, I can help with round ligament pain, um, pubic symphysis pain, uh, SI joint pain. Um, if they have headaches, I can do acupuncture while they're pregnant or I can do neck pelvic adjustments. Floor. We can help with pelvic floor, like proper breathing. Um, I think a lot of it also is education. Right? Yeah, it is a lot of education. Teaching yeah. people what's going to happen to your body at what points, what you can expect to experience, what you can do to kind of accommodate for that or lessen problems, how to prep for birth, right? Yep. Um, which comes down to like actually some training and positional stuff that you can work on because labor is a long process. Yeah. Um, we can also help with, um, so we have, I have special training called Webster technique and another training called spinning babies. Mm -hmm. um, Webster technique is to balance the pelvis so that baby naturally will go head down. And then spinning babies is also helps with like pelvic floor relaxation, um, proper position of baby, and then um, comfort for the mom. So it's, yeah, it's really fun. It's I a love lot it. of things. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I mean, can you, can you share any like personal, success stories of like maybe maybe a pregnant mom that's come in or really not even pregnant like doesn't just have to be um so as it changed their life essentially yeah. um i had one mom who came in at 38 weeks pregnant and her baby was um breech 
I worked on her, got baby to go head down after the first visit. Wow. But between the first and second visit, he switched and went transverse, which is sideways. And then um, after that visit, he went breach. So he was spinning around in there. And then yeah. the third visit, we got him to go transverse again. And by the fourth visit, I got him head down. And then she was scheduled for a C-section the next day if he would have been breach. And they went in and just induced her because he stayed head down. So that's awesome. Was, so you yeah. saved her from having to, to have a C-section. Yeah. So it was pretty exciting. That was that was really cool. That's that's amazing. And so and, and again, it's because she came in consistently, not just a one yeah. and done fix. Yeah. She was consistent enough with it and you know, preventative. And that's yeah. saved her whole body a lot of uh trauma to go through. <laughs> Poppy's cute back there. Um well, that, that's awesome. Caleb, you got anything else at the moment? No, no. I'm just kind of soaking it in. I, I mean, I know I'm, I've known him for a long time, but yeah, I don't think I've ever really – wisdom. Me and Eric talk business a lot, and we don't really talk like how they got into it or anything like that. So it's kind of just fun to hear. It is It is super fun to hear, um, especially like the, the pre- and postnatal care. Alyssa, I really like something you said earlier, though, about you know how um, – and I have – no personal experience in this, but just how, you know, moms, um, and honestly, you know, moms and dads, they, but especially moms are so selfless and they lose themselves in like motherhood and parenthood and things of that nature. And, you know, I, you guys all have kids here. I don't have a kid obviously yet. Yeah. You, do. you have one. It's just not earth side. Yet. I know. I know. But like, <laughs> like with, with, you know, I work with a lot of, a lot of moms and that's something that, you know, that's why I got into to training as well. So I could help people like my mom who like, you know, yeah. sacrifice a lot of their, their self, their time, their money, their energy, their body. Um, when they didn't really have to do all those things, you know, just, just taking a little bit of time each day or each week for yourself and your health is so, so crucial. So that's cool that, you know, Alyssa, you mentioned that here in a minute ago. Yeah. I think, I think for me, it's like, from what I've noticed, I haven't been through it clearly. Yeah. Uh, pregnancy is just awful. Like yeah. it's just, <laughs> it's awful. Um, you know, so like if you can do something to make, your spouse or whoever may be just a little more comfortable. Like, like why not try it? Yeah, you know, if yeah. Tatiana wanted to go twice a week, her in pregnancy, like I would do it. You know what I mean? It's just whether she has the wrong ligament pain, you know, the uh, SI joint issue, which I think she had, yeah. you know, her neck, like if we can do something to make them more comfortable, why not, why not do it? And, and I think it, it helps a lot. You know what I mean? It helps, helps them clearly. Yeah. Well, it, it'll also make it sounds like, you know, childbirth easier or in some situations avoid, you know, surgery like C-section if you're just kind of preventative with it. Well, that's awesome. Um, Eric, one more thing then. So, um, and I think I, we, we kind of touched on this as well, but so like addressing the muscle or the movement deficiencies, uh -huh. why, why is that important in terms of like long-term care? Cause that was something that I really enjoyed, um, you know, whenever I've seen you is that it's, it's not like a normal chiropractor is like, all right, I'm gonna need you to come back. Like Caleb said, you know, three yeah. times over the next, however, you know, this week and next week and next week and so on and so forth. You were more like, okay, we're going to make this adjustment. And then it's this movement that's causing the issue, whatever the case is. And it kind of gave me things to go do, but so how does that movement play a role in keeping people aligned and, and healthier with that? Yeah, definitely. So we've got to think of why they're coming in in the first place. Was it an injury, right? Is it something chronic and over time? Um, or is it something they're doing every day, a movement pattern as well? And I'd say, you know, people come in and they get injured. It happens, sports injuries, and those are, you know, 
it can be traumatic and there's the explanation for that's easy. Like you ran into a wall. Okay. Yeah. No wonder. But like, if you keep having the same problems while working out or playing a sport, you keep straining your low back. We have to think there's a deficiency. Exactly. If you aren't playing sports and it's just kind of happening and you're sitting at work and you just notice a lot of tightness, we got to think, okay, it's a chronic pattern. Yeah. And so if we don't focus on the movement and the muscle work, how are we ever going to build the resiliency and strength to overcome that poor pattern? Right. And that's why I think that's super important. So. I think that's, that's perfectly well said. Uh, like, and I mean, adjustments are great. Don't get me wrong. Getting the joint moving is, is important, but it's like, okay, yeah, what made you feel good. The, the joints moving well, but what's, what's keeping you moving well, what's going to build that resilience, build that strength so that this doesn't keep happening. Yeah. Yeah. One, I, I think what a lot of people don't understand is that, you know, oh, this hurts. Okay, well, 99% of the time, that's it doesn't hurt because it hurts. It hurts because there's something else. So, yeah, like, secondary you know, with, with my pec issue, it kind of stems from, like, my Terry's just knots up into a baseball. And which so is, we have to get it through to release. Yeah, which is probably a lot of, like, and we, this is what we've worked on is scapular movement for you and thoracic yeah. and thoracic control, right? So, like, if scapula is not moving well, it's getting fixed because subscap is locking it up. Then Terry's is doing a lot of the external rotation. Now, if Terry's doing external rotation, the pec tendon is going to get irritated, and it's just a it's a cycle. But people are like, it's my pec, it's my pec. Yeah, it's, it's a pec. Or my, my knees are, okay, well, let's look at the ankles and feet and also the hip. Like, yeah. We'll look at the knee last. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Almost. It's funny when you work with people and they're like, so you can tell in their mind, they're like looking at you like, well, are we going to work on my knee or are we yeah. going to work on yeah. whatever? And you're like, and I, I always can catch when they're like thinking that and I'm like, we're going to work on that. Don't worry. But I want to, if I don't look at the rest of the stuff and there's something else that's causing that, yeah. it don't matter what I do to your knee. Yeah. It'll feel better, but like long-term you're going to be Short like, term. Oh, yeah. 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 Tomorrow mm -hmm. or next week, like you will be dealing with this exact same pain again. Yeah. So, and I, I think that's also why people kind of have a, not for us, but like a, a poor perception because it yeah. making a change does take time, right? Yeah. Yeah. How long does it take to develop significant strength gains, right? Yeah. Long time. And so we're, it's the same thing for us when we're trying to teach people how to move and how to develop strengths. It takes a little bit of time, but we try to do it more efficiently and faster than your average office. So. Which I think that's where the ART comes into play because you're not just getting okay. cracked or getting. Like, yeah. I, honestly, I, sometimes I don't even care if I get cracked. I just need to get something scraped out or, yeah, like movement yeah. or whatever maybe. I think you know, like I could adjust almost a hundred percent of people in the thoracic spine, the mid back, because we sit in a slouched posture all the time, like all of us are doing right now. <laughs> I, I, I just looking at you two, I'm like trying to readjust my position. So, right. and, and they could benefit from that having some thoracic mobility. But beyond that, like if I didn't have to adjust everyone, I, 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 I mean, I really don't have to. I could work on some manual therapy and some exercise therapy. And that's why I'm excited to offer like the other side where we're doing yeah. more of the rehab and, and strength training. Yeah. Yeah. It was, just, all, it was cool. already comprehensive and now it's yeah. up another notch, which is, which that's is, what we want. yeah. Oh yeah, dude! When Eric gets my hips, it's like, oh, I just <laughs> melt into the table. <laughs> wow! No, it's good. I told you, he knows how to touch you in the right places. <laughs> and he always asks me to take my shirt off. I just don't. I don't know. Always, every single time. Always. Only you. Just gotta be skin to skin with you. <laughs> yeah, skin to skin. And then I'll get up, and Alyssa won't know, and I'll just stare at it until she turns around. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, one day, then one day I was in your office, I was like in my underwear, and you're like, all right, all right please get dressed. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, uh, I think that's all the questions I had for for you guys. You guys crushed it. Awesome. I have one. Yeah, <laughs> give it to me. What? Uh, what do you want the future of identity to be? Like, what? What's? What do you? Where do you want to be in the next five years? Oh, that's gonna be a question for me. Um, definitely more of, and I was actually doing some, you know, projections, uh, projections, and like really like introspective thinking about what we want to create and where we're at and like what a, a, a business that is making a large impact looks like. And to me, you know, you can have your traditional, there's like three levels to it. You can have your traditional business where you're just offering a commodity, which a commodity means it can be replaced. Right. Then you can have a business that's a little more unique, offers unique services, spends like has a, a somewhat of a unique process and then you can have a business that's transformational. And that's where I want to take us is to be a practice that around the area that no one else does what we do. And so I want to be able to eventually add more practitioners that have um, different experiences where that be pelvic floor PT, some um, counseling, uh, and then having that gym as well and having a process that's unique in ours too, right? Like, that it's just, you're not just getting care there. It's like changing your life completely. Um, and that's kind of where I want it to be in five years. Uh, obviously like growth wise, you can talk about all different facets of that personal growth, financial growth, business yeah. growth, impact and all that. But impact wise, I know that's the direction we want to go and the rest of them will take care of themselves. If we can do that and really create an experience that's just so unique and, and life-changing um, that everyone knows us for that. And that's where I really want to get to. And not just in the the women's health space. I think that's the big one is really pioneering and piloting that a little bit and taking that a step further. Yeah. But um, just overall too, because that gym is not going to be solely for women, but we do want to focus on postpartum rehab and everything too. So, Yeah, yeah. I think, I, I think that's awesome, yeah. And you obviously are already in kind of the next phase or the first phase of doing trying to that, that yeah. vision for yourself. Well, ho hopefully that all goes smooth and you guys are able oh, to get yes. in there and get it going. I know that that stuff, it can kind of be uh temperamental and go up and oh, down gosh, yeah. all around, but hopefully it goes smooth for you. And, yeah. Uh, and by 2024, you guys have that up and fully functional. I think so. Hopefully. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I have two more. These two are more. Fun. Shoot. Alyssa, how many kids can we expect in the next five years? One three a year. Three to four. Three to four three more? To four. Not yeah. more. Total. Total. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, wonder no wonder they got to expand the practice. Look at Eric's eyes right there on the screen. Shot. <laughs> 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 uh, so, when you're a husband, you're kind of along for the ride until you're <laughs> like, okay, no that's it. <laughs> <laughs> No mas, no mas. Yeah. So, so those who don't know, Eric is a breakfast burrito connoisseur. <laughs> <laughs> what are your top three breakfast burritos? Well, they got rid of it. 
I don't actually go out to breakfast a lot. I think that 90% of the breakfasts I go out to are with you. So that'll tell you that I'm not as big of a connoisseur as you think I am. Um, but they got rid of the one seasonal one that was at first wash that was just so good. I think it was a barbacoa breakfast burrito with like a green chili sauce on, on top of it. So good. It was so good. And they got rid of it. Um, I tried another one there and it's pretty good. I think it's the, what is that one? It's like chicken and uh, pepper jack. Oh, the chicken yeah. chicken yeah. That one's pretty good. Not as good as the barbacoa one. Uh, and where's another one that I've had? Really good. Make fun of Eric every time he orders the chicky changa, just because he sounds stupid saying it. <laughs> we we did go to like an authentic uh, Mexican place in downtown Loveland Park, or right outside of it. Is it Taco Naco? Yeah, I and think so. It was pretty good. They had pretty so, good breakfast. We we ate there the other day. We, we I had tacos, there. so I didn't like their burrito as much as their tacos. That okay. place is awful. Breakfast Bre tacos. Breakfast tacos or breakfast burrito. Or tacos. regular tacos. Tacos are good there. They're breakfast tacos. No, they're not good. If you want tacos, you got to go a lot of way, but. Never been there. Yeah. For yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. I only go to first watch and big biscuit for breakfast. So that was, that. I can't speak on their other tacos. This is just their breakfast tacos. Okay. Well, I'll give you that. The regular tacos are pretty good. But I go to KCK for like straight tacos. Like if I want some, oh, yeah. I go to KCK. There's yeah. some good ones there. I just tell my wife to make them. <laughs> Not almost as lucky as you are. So. Well, well, it was a strategic move on my part. <laughs> You're like, I really like Hispanic food. <laughs> so, you know what's funny is that I don't, I don't like Americanized Hispanic food. I only like authentic Mexican food. Agreed. Agreed. That's different for sure. I hate Tex Mex. What is Tex Mex? This is disgusting. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's so American. It's so bad. <laughs> Any more questions, Caleb? Um, questions? No, now that, now that I can think of right now, I just want to have some fun at the end. Oh, I appreciate it. I like yeah. it. I'm not as big of a breakfast connoisseur as you think. I do like pizza, but my favorite pizza place again made me mad. So, what is it? I won't mention them. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I won't mention them. Well, I really, really love this place. Okay. Actually, I do like their pizza still. It was a service issue. It was, it's called Artigo. It's down off 39th Street. I'll give them a shout out because I really love their pizza. Super delicious. I know the owner. I went there like, it was Pizza Fridays for like a year straight, man. I had so much pizza there and never got tired of it. But then yeah. sucked balls. So then we stopped it. Yeah. Isn't that awful when like the service will just kill? Yes. The, like you can have a great product, but if your customer service sucks, it's like it's, <laughs> nice it. it's so good though. I'll have to go back and give it a try, man. It's been like four years. Oh. Once you do it sometime. Cut me deep. <laughs> yeah. yeah we've been we've been doing Papa Murphy's lately, the taken baits. That's too much work. <laughs> No, I like uh, so hard. You know, who has really good, you know who has really good pizza? Uh, Johnny's. The bar. Really? Huh. Johnny's, Johnny's is delicious. Good. And if you go on Monday, you get this large pizza. It's like $13. The large pizza is like a 20-inch pizza, man. It's massive. Like, I feel like Eric can tell us the pizza specials at any given day. No, um, I don't you, asked, you asked the wrong question, Caleb. You should have asked. Me. <laughs> right? Yeah, I didn't know you had a love for pizza like that because I love pizza too. I only I know that because I went there on a Monday recently. I just learned it. Okay, 
and I still haven't taken a picture of it again. He has a calendar. Every pizza place is special for the week. Yeah. Surprisingly, and or not surprisingly, one of my daughters only food sleep with pizza. Oh, really? Yeah. She won't eat anything else. Toast and pizza. And pasta. She's Italian. She's Italian. No, God. <laughs> is he eating better now? No. A little, a little bit. Ish. Can you say milk? Say milk. She sounds Italian. Which, milka. She says milka. <laughs> That's awesome. Are you guys Italian? Milka. No. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Good for her. Milka. Hi, Poppy. <laughs> That's adorable. Hi, Poppy. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> for those of you listening if you want to go to the youtube version of this which i think we only have like three people ever actually go watch uh go check out poppy on this probably, horrible. Probably, watch, <laughs> probably watch and listen let's be honest yeah yeah well where uh what's the uh what's the address where can, where can everybody come and see you guys at identity wow. you guys are also very active on social media you guys have a uh um you know emails you guys send out which i always love those as well a lot of good information on those Definitely. So uh, location is by Body Shop. So 10410 Madison Street in Overland Park. Um, Off 103rd and 69 alternate. Yep. Yep. And then uh, by Skate City, if you have kids, everyone knows where that is. Skate yep. City. Uh, no, they don't, they don't know Skate City. They only know Body Shop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean by Body Shop. I know where that place is. Then. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then uh, all of our social media is going to be at Identity Chiropractic. So keeping it simple perfect i'll make sure to put that in the uh i'll put i'll put the address and the uh the at in the uh in the show notes perfect that. perfect yeah. well thanks for your, your guys's time and expertise and insight on everything and Alyssa for helping out my wife and eric for helping out both caleb, caleb and i uh yeah i'm gonna try to get back in next week so okay schedule. okay <laughs> yes sir yes sir well we'll see you guys soon but uh that's all i got though so you guys have a good rest of your day you well, too. Thank, thank you. you. Have a good one. See you later, guys. Be good. Yeah.